Alrighty, here we go. Thank you for joining me for episode 2 of the podcast. I would like to start off with a heartfelt F you to anyone who thought I wouldn't make it this far, but I'm still here, still doing it, and still not regretting it, too much. Speaking of twos, did you know the number 2, is the only even prime number? A prime number is a number that is only divisible by 1, and itself, and, for some reason, mathematicians are really into prime numbers, even though there is an infinite amount of them. If there is an immeasurable amount of something, that thing is, by definition, not special. Moreover, infinities also make little sense to me. Did you know that some infinities are larger than others? For example, 2 times infinity is twice as large as plain vanilla infinity. But how can anything be larger than infinity? Fuck if I know. Number 2, is also a euphemism for poop, so consider this as a warning that there will be some brown talk in this episode. But, before we get into that, how about the show's logo? I meant to brag about it last week but didn't get around to it, what with all the peanut butter, copyright, and gorilla talk. I forget the website where I put it together, but they still charged me for it, even though I was the one with the creative vision, and did all the work too. I hope you take a second to appreciate the composition, balance, rhythm, and color combinations. All things that I researched at length during the creative process, but still do not understand even remotely. At least if this whole podcasting empire of mine were to collapse, I think I would do alright designing thumbnail art for other people's shows. Anyway, buckle in, because this will be a good one. So, as of this recording, we are only days away from the 2020 Oregon Democratic presidential primary election, and I'm looking at my ballot, right? And out of the four options available, three of them have already tapped out. So, why are they pretending to ask my opinion at this point? I blame those narcissists in Iowa, who jump the gun, and decide these things months before the rest of us get a chance to have a say. I heard that the Iowa caucus is not held on a set date, but rather, it's something like, two weeks before anyone else. Not cool Iowa. Get over your corn husking selves. Speaking of fixing this godforsaken democracy, while we are at it, we should do away with the Electoral College too, and, Citizens United, and, Pineapple on Pizza. I apologize to the few people out there who dislike uneducated political talk, I will try to keep that to a minimum going forward. Now, let's get to some advice. Even though I am releasing this anonymously, I am still mortified to admit that I have been watching a lot of TLC. That network is exploitative, and irredeemable, like a modern-day P.T. Barnum. That a-hole's biopic however, starring Wolverine, and a bearded lady is phenomenal. Two thumbs up for, The Greatest Showman. Anyways, I find the number of people wearing their seat belts incorrectly on TV appalling. Thankfully, properly wearing a seatbelt has always come naturally to me, so I am going to break it down for anyone out there struggling with this. So listen closely. Step 1, the lower part of the belt should be riding low and tied against your hips. Step 2, the shoulder part of the C-belt should fit snugly across your chest and shoulder over the clavicle, and that's about it. The clavicle is also called the collarbone, that's the bone my buddy, name redacted, broke a few years ago after getting roofied at a bar. Afterwards, he got constipated from the pain pills just like Elvis, and had to drink a laxative tea to unloose the caboose. Back then, I didn't trust any therapeutic treatment that was administered by way of a mug. So, 
To prove a point to no one in particular, I drank some of the tea, and, later that night, proceeded to get several spirited bouts of diarrhea while at the bar with Name redacted Different bar, same Name redacted I don't even like to urinate in a bar bathroom, so having to sit down multiple times in one of their barnacle-encrusted crappers is the most scandalous thing I have had to do since the incident at the optometrist office, but we'll get into that some other day. Back to the seatbelt thing, it's alarming how many people on TV put the shoulder part of the seatbelt under their arm or across their necks. Maybe the take-home message here should be to not view these very flawed reality TV personalities as any sort of role models. But, if you don't mind losing some IQ points and the respects of your partner, I strongly encourage you to go watch some 90 Day Fiancé that Danielle somehow manages to be simultaneously despicable and pitiful. And, in season 4, you can see this gentleman, Pedro, flawlessly throw what can only be described as a donkey kick. Switching over to a less virulent topic, I think that one of the nice things about this virus is how it's affecting all of us at the same time. It's difficult for many of us to really empathize with people from across the world who got hosed by an earthquake or genocide, but with this thing, we are all going through a very similar experience concurrently. Granted, it's not much of a silver lining, especially if you don't approve how some of us are carrying on during this thing. I am ashamed to admit that the panic hoarding of supplies is as contagious as the virus. Somehow, I now find myself sitting on a lifetime supply of essentials like canned veggies, TP, and flaming hot funions. I'll be hooking up my local food bank when this is over, and that's the last thing I'll ever say about the pandemic. Well, that's it for today. Hope you learned something good. Over and out. <laughs>